Hey guys, I'm here with Coach Matt McCarty of the Northwestern College Red Raiders this evening. Coach, how you doing? Doing great. Excited to be on. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's our it's our pleasure. Um, we're starting to kind of get into some of the coaches that have been on on our show a couple times now as we work our way, uh, mostly through the playoff teams from 2019. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about 2019. We we said all year long on our live show that 2019 was the year of the Red Raider, and so it was. You started out, um, you know, undefeated. Um, and we were saying all year long it was really going to be kind of uh, a showdown with um, Morningside at the end of the year that determined your seating in the um, in the NAI tournament. Unfortunately, uh, Morningside was as, as much of a juggernaut as, as ever, and um, it uh, was irrespective of opponent. Um, so, talk a little bit about about the the G Pack here as, as we open up, and just how you've seen it develop in your five uh, coming up on five years as Northwestern's head coach. Yeah, you know it's it's week in and week out. It's it's a really good league. It's it's tough, and you have to be prepared uh, to play your best each week. And, and I think we we've, we've seen a couple teams with Midland and Dort. Um, you know, really step up and start uh, competing with uh, with us in Morningside as opportunities to get into the playoffs. And uh, Dakota Wesleyan has been really good. Doan's been in the playoffs recently. Uh, Briar Cliff has gotten much better. So you see some really good depth uh, throughout the league. Um, and yeah, this this past season, you know, we were fortunate enough we were able to to put a really good run together. And, and you kind of knew that Morningside game was always looming uh, the last week of the season and. You know, we wanted to put ourselves in position to, to compete for a conference championship that last week. We were able to do that, and uh, unfortunately, we were unable to, to finish the season as strong as we, we hoped. And um, But yeah, you run into a team like that, and you compete with them, and it's a, it's a really good game. And um, yeah, you know, it's a tough one to lose right there than going into the playoffs. And um, But yeah, it was a really good season. It was one of those. Every time you make the playoffs, you can't take it for granted. Um, and that's something I, I've learned is you got to really appreciate every good season because there's so many breaks that you need to go your way in, in terms of staying healthy. You know, if you're going to compete for a championship, you have to have a lot of things go your way as well. And um, you just got to really enjoy every one of those seasons. Talk to me a little bit about how you focus your players week to week when you know that the game that's going to define your season comes on the last week. Um, it, it really starts now, honestly, and um, we, we use the off season as, as a great prep for the fall. And if you're playing football, you know you do a lot of work outside of the season. You, you put in much many hours of work uh, to get to the season and, get, and to get to the games. Um, and so that delayed, you know, that there's that that work you put in the delayed gratification that comes later. You, you have to do all the work now, and you see the results of that work. Uh, come in the fall and so getting our guys to focus right now on the tasks at hand the work they're doing now uh, and then it's the same message when we get to the fall um, you know we, we can't skip ahead to the end of the season and, and hope we're going to be as prepared we've got to prepare now for that opportunity later in the season and just like now we have to prepare now for our, our opportunity next fall 
Um, we have to prepare weeks one, week two, three, four, and so on. So we can be where we need to be at the end of the year. And so, um, it's a mindset that we have. We, we really talk a lot about games being won, uh, in practice during the week. Uh, and so our focus, I feel like is something we, we spend a lot of time on with our guys and within our program. I was just looking back at, at your schedule from last year, just taking a look at, um, at, at some of the games I, I remember uh, looking at some of the games and, and going, man, it it wasn't pretty, but it's not going to matter at the end of the year. Right. Yep. And, and something we know is we, we get everybody's best shot. Myth um, was a tough game, and we went down there, and uh, a new offensive staff for them, and, and, they had, and a new defensive staff, they put together a really good game plan. We battled back. We led for three seconds. Um, we kicked a field goal with three seconds left to take the lead, and um, but it was fun. You could see our guys battle throughout that whole game and, and kind of take over the fourth quarter when we needed to. Um, and I, every time you went on the road, I think is something you know you got to you got to enjoy every single win. Um, they're not easy, and so that was a, that was a really tough win, and it was a really good win for us. And if I remember, there was a game where you had quite a few. Um lost due to flu or sickness as We lost our best offensive lineman, our first team All-American lineman, in the Morningside game. Uh, first quarter of that game, first series of the St. Xavier game, we lose his backup. Um, our other backup guard wasn't dressed because he was injured, so we move a tackle in to play guard. Um, and then we had an all-conference corner, also got hurt against Morningside. And we actually had a true freshman who started at receiver for us, also start at corner and play both sides of the ball. You know, St. X is a really good passing attack, probably one of the best in the country. So starting a freshman receiver at corner um, is, it can be a little bit stressful, but he did an outstanding job. And so it was just a interesting year for us in terms of things our guys had to overcome. Definitely. So let's let's take a look at who you've got coming back. Northwestern returns um, six players who earned all-conference first or second team nods. That is tied uh, for tops in the GPAC with uh, Morningside and Dort, actually. Um, so, um, you're not, not saying in uh, February that it's a three-horse race, but if you look at the uh, who's returning, um, it might it, it might get interesting there in, in the GPAC. Right. But um, talk about your, your, your core here that you've got coming back on, on offense. Tyson Koima, uh, Shane Solberg, uh, Josh uh, Fakema. Am I saying that right? Fakema. Fakema, and, um, along with an offensive lineman, Graham Kenobi. Yep, and, and that is something we, we feel like we return uh, some key skill players on offense. And, you know, Tyson Coima coming back his fourth year as a starter, was our conference player of the year last year. And um, just you, you've seen him continue to grow as a quarterback. He's played in some big playoff games. He's played in the playoffs every single year of his career so far and has really done an outstanding job. Um, he's our all-time leading passer after his junior season. Um, so it's really exciting to have that guy back, a dual threat at quarterback. Um, he's a kid who knows how to win. 
Um, but then Shane Solberg, at receiver. I think Shane's one of the best receivers in the country. Uh, that kid is dynamic. He, he's the best leader. He's the glue on our team. Um, somebody that we go to whenever we need, you know, we need a play, we go to Shane Solberg. Um, having him back, Josh Frackham was really good. And then a, a receiver, too, um, returning Kate Mosier and Michael Story are our other two weapons at receiver. So returning really all of our skill positions. Um, up front, we got to replace some key players. Uh, we felt like we had a really good class in linemen that redshirted last year, and so we're really excited about the growth. You know, just seeing those guys mature from high school seniors to college freshmen to now throughout this offseason, you know, we're really excited for spring ball to roll around and kind of see the identity we develop up front. Just as a point there, uh, Michael Story, who you mentioned, um, did earn uh, all GPAC honors as a kick returner as well. So you know you've got a dynamic uh, yes. wide receiver there. Defensively, you lose um, a couple of really solid tacklers in Tanner uh, Machacek, uh, who just got to the century mark in tackles, also had 15 and a half for loss, and Sean Powell, who almost made the century mark himself. Um, how do you replace your two most prolific linebackers and just keep trucking? Yeah, you know, it's, we're just going to have to rely on the, the supporting cast and the guys around them. It is something we do return eight starters on defense and, and still a very young group as our staff is looking at it. We'll only have a couple seniors next year on our defense as well. Um, and, and so we feel like we have a really good core, some guys with some really good experience. I, I don't think those are two of the best linebackers. I, I've been at Northwestern for 15 years. They're two of the best linebackers we've ever had at Northwestern. and we, We've had some, some really good linebackers over the years. Um, so you can't really replace those two, and you know, Tanner's a three-year captain. Uh, Sean is a two-year captain for us. Great leaders, um, but I think we have guys who are hungry, who are ready to fill in as well. Um, we we feel like we've developed some really good depth on that side of the football, um, and so yeah, that supporting cast we feel like will be better. Uh, we feel like we're going to be really solid up front defensively, and we, we return, you know, some really good depth. One of the you know the benefits of the injuries we had in the secondary last year is we had a lot of guys get uh, some really good experience, and so we feel like that that experience will pay off this year. Talk to me a little bit about your out of conference game. I, I know you only get get one that you get to play. Um, how do you decide where you're going to go with that? Is there a pre existing relationship with the frontier uh, there there were uh, with Valley City? Or the, in in the North Star in that sort of the that area. Yeah, you know, with the North Star having uh, only six teams in their league, they're they're looking for games, and so we've been able to pick up Dickinson State as a non-conference for a couple of years, and then Valley City the last two years. The next two years we'll play presentation. Um, it, it it is it's kind of difficult because our bye weeks for our league are all the first week, and so. <laughs> We're they're, they're all we're all looking for games the same week, and we're kind of landlocked really with the KCAC and, and the Hearts full of conference games. Um, the D two schools around us, same thing. The D two league is full of games or full league games, so they they don't play non conference games. Um, a lot of the D three schools around us won't play, um, and so yeah, we're looking at either traveling to. Uh, you know, a mid-state school, or, you know, we've, we've went down and we've played at Bacone before when, when they had football. Um, it's a lot of travel. It's pretty hard finding non-conference games. Yeah, I, I imagine. I'm just think, I was just thinking about 
to Dort's first game this season where they uh, yeah. where they played Kaiser and um, I don't know if Dort's making that return trip this year or if they're or, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think they are returning this year to, to Florida this year. It might be a down the road. Might be, yeah, but I, that that can't be that cannot be a fun trip from the Midwest all the way all the way to West Palm Beach and vice versa. Um so asking the, the, the tough question here, how do you how do you get your guys to get past that first round? Yep. Um, that roadblock. Yeah, you know, I, it's something that's that's tough, and it's one of those where, you know, we were fortunate three years ago to go down and play Langston and play really well with a really young team, and then the last two years we, we haven't played the way we feel like we're capable of, and, and Dickinson State and, and St. X did a really good job, and they were better than us when we played, and, um, you know, I, it's, a, it's a lot of little things, and, and it's one of those where I think – failures and setbacks lead to, to greater success down the road. Um, I think how you view those things is really, really important. I think our guys have had some really good learning experiences. Um, and it's just that understanding of, yeah, the, those things hurt, but if we learn and we grow, they're, they're beneficial for us. And uh, I think our guys have developed that mindset where, yeah, we've had a couple failures that are a couple setbacks that, that hurt. But our guys aren't afraid of that now. So moving forward, you know, I think being a fearless team and playing with that fearless mindset of, you know, it doesn't matter. Let's just play and see what we can do. Let's play our best. And, uh, you know, we, we've been here before. So I, I think that's big is the mindset that we develop as we, we get to that point. So going to a, a little more fun after after I did after I after I tossed a hard one uh, for you there. Um, if and when we make it to Orange City, Iowa. All right. Uh, where do we need to eat? That's that. Um, my, my favorite places are the places that are kind of. Um, they might not be the prettiest on the outside, yep. maybe a little hole in the wall, but all the locals go. That's the one. That's the one you need to go to. Well, you're gonna have plenty of options either in Orange City or the towns around us. You're gonna find some small towns, some really good food in some small towns uh, around Orange City. Uh, in Orange City, uh, I'd say the Lodge, Blue Mountain Lodge, is, is probably my favorite. It's a really good barbecue place. Um, that, that's that's probably that's the place to go. Um, next hotel, I know Dickinson State, St. X, they both stayed in town and ate there. They both really, really enjoyed it. They need to stop eating there, I guess, our visiting teams, because it's, it's bad luck for us. So we got to find somewhere else. we got to make sure that place is closed. Just um, need to that, w- walk into to the owner and go, look. Yeah, you just like, need to tell them to not. Yeah, but it, it's it's a really good barbecue place. And I think that's probably if you're going to come to the town, I'd say that's the place you got to try. Absolutely. So, uh, coach, we'll let you get back to your family. I know it's a it's a Wednesday night. You're having to 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 pick up kids from church, so we'll let you get back to them and uh, and tuck your kids in on a school night. All right, I appreciate you taking time to visit with me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on the show, coach. No problem. Anytime.